Hi, everyone. Welcome back to She Has a Name Too. I am so excited to be here with Tavia today. Um, we met on social media, like I feel like most of my guests <laughs> have met me. Anyway, I'm excited to have her on here. She is a mom of four beautiful little girls, and she's just awesome. She's so relatable. Without further ado, Tavia, tell me about yourself. Yay. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> that was like so nice. Um, I, like you said, I am a girl mom. Um, my husband is currently in orthodontic residency. So we're living our best life here in Kansas City. And we got about a year left of that. And then on to the real world with real adult things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're not a real adult yet? Like you have four kids. <laughs> I know I have four kids, but I feel like we're just like still in the school phase. Like I would love to own a home and just like be a little more settled, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Totally. Totally. I feel <laughs> that. Um, my husband and I always joke. It's actually like this inside joke of ours for, since forever. Um, when we were engaged, my in-laws told us that we weren't real adults yet because we ha- weren't married yet. And we were both like, wait, but we like don't live at home, you know, like we pay our own bills kind of thing, you know, (laughs) we're like, how are we not real adults? Anyway, so it's always this joke that like, oh, well, we're not real adults yet until, you know, like the next phase, you know, until we have a kid. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Yeah. I feel like we're all guilty of that, like saying that we're not real adults until, you know, you have your golden ticket or whatever. So yeah, my most recent one, was we're not real adults until we're $250,000 in debt. There you <laughs> go. Nailed it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like we just have to be drowning in debt, I guess. Yeah, truly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just kidding. Don't actually do that. Don't take that advice. Okay. <laughs> it's just a joke. Okay, so you are on social media. How can our listeners find you? Okay, my – Social media handle is super easy. It's just at Tavia Belknap on Instagram. That very simple, very basic. <laughs> let's let's get a background of your social media because I mean I found you. We didn't know each other before, so I I can't even remember how I ended up finding you. But it was during 2020. And anyway, how did you get started on like having a public social media account? Yeah, I decided. Um, I was going to set a goal for 2020. So I just wanted to like take my social media seriously and just see what happened. If I just run with it and just see where I could take it. So not really knowing what I was doing, I just started posting. I was like, you know, if I can post twice a week and then that grew to three times a week. And then I started posting like every day and I saw like big growth from that pretty quickly um, back in 2020. And that was fun. I started to grow a community of, of women, um, primarily moms, which was fun to just like connect and share our stories and things about our kids and, uh, just stuff like that. So that's kind of how it started. And did you get like sponsorships or were you partners with other, with companies and stuff through your social media? Yeah. So that was the next goal. So I just wanted to see like how big I could grow it, what I could do. Um, and once I started getting like more followers, I started when I started posting like frequently, 
And I think I only had like 200 or 300 followers, not very many. Um, and it was mostly just family and like a few friends. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And um, it wasn't until I grew, I, it was like after I hit a thousand followers that I got the first person to reach out to me and wanted to like work with me. And I can still remember that email. And it was just like, so exciting. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I hit a goal. I did it. Like somebody wants to work with me. So the answer to your question is yes. Like I just, I kept going and had people ask to like, so I could do sponsored posts or, or whatever. And, um, and that ended up being a lot of fun to have a little bit of, um, side money, you know, when you're in dental school, things are tight. So that was, that was a lot of fun to hit my goals and have a little extra cash on the side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who doesn't want an extra couple bucks, right? Like (laughs) even like, even if you don't really need it, like even if things aren't tight, it's nice to have some extra money. That's just yours. Right. That you can spend on whatever you want at Target. You don't feel guilty at Target. Yes. (laughs) I love it. You don't have to like hide things. Truly, truly. I totally hide things. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) mom confession. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then came the point, it was, I think the end of 2020 and you took a long break. You took a couple weeks off of social media and you came back and you did a live. And do you want to tell us like what you remember of that live? Yeah. um, I, it was towards the end of 2020 and I felt like things were going, I was probably at my peak on social media and, um, I needed a break, like mentally, I just needed a break. And so I went quiet for like two weeks and from posting every single day and like being in stories constantly to nothing was, um, very strange. And I had a lot of people, you know, DM me like, are are you okay? Is everything all right? Um, I had quite a few people that were concerned about me, which was kind of shocking to have like people that I didn't know personally reach out to me and be like, where are you? We miss you. That was bizarre. And so I felt like a live would be the best way to like address kind of what I was going through. So initially my break was just supposed to be a one week break Um, no posting, just like, just to be off of social media. Um, I kind of felt like social media was turning a little bit negative. And I don't know if many other people saw this, but I felt like it was getting close to the election. I felt like everything was just super charged. It didn't matter what you said. It was always like tied back to politics somehow. I was like, how is it that I'm talking about diapers and we've like gone down the, it was just so strange to me. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to step back and um, take a break. And so that one week turned into two weeks and I did the live and kind of explained where, like where I was mentally with it. Um, feeling like I needed to step back for like contentious reasons, but also like just trying to get my bearings on Instagram as a whole and trying to not lose myself and try to be the authentic person that I set out to be from the very beginning. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that feeling of social media getting overwhelming and just getting so negative. That's why I don't go on Facebook anymore because Facebook is so negative. And I'm really choosy about who I follow on Instagram even. 
I feel like that's important, you know, to like filter who, who you're following and like to be very hyper aware of how you feel when you're following somebody. Mm-hmm. Like it's never a bad thing to go unfollow somebody. Like if it's yeah. good for your mental health, I say do it. Yeah. And, and like, even if, even if you really like following them in, in general, you know, it's still good to take a break. Maybe you mute them for a little while, you know, or just take a step back. Okay. So I rewatched your live before this interview because it, it really stood out to me. Like, it's so weird. Like (laughs) you're this stranger on the internet (laughs) and (laughs) that I relate to that. I really like truly related to here. You are giving this live about how social media has gotten so negative and fake. You said fake several times in the live. Um, So I rewatched it before this interview. And one of the things that you said was, I didn't get on the app at the beginning of the year to become fake. And I just loved that. Like, we don't set out to be fake. I don't think, I don't even think like most influencers even set out to be fake. It just kind of snowballs to be like that. Definitely. It's a slippery slope. And I think it's hard to see that you're headed that way until you're kind of in it. And you're, and I was grateful that I had the chance to be like, okay, back up, you know? Yeah. So how have you changed your account since then? Um, so I have really pulled back and honestly, I feel like I don't, I don't do social media quote unquote seriously anymore. Um, I don't do it for the side hustle because I just felt like I was losing who I was. I felt like I was staging more of my stuff because truthfully, the more fake my posts were, the more um, I would get job opportunities, you know, paid content. Those were the ones that perform perform the best. And that really scared me that I felt like I was going down that road to, to be more of a, a fake mom and to only show the highlights. And I, I, I'm sure everybody's heard this, but I can't remember where I read it, but it really just stuck out to me. It quote by somebody, but it's like, Instagram is just a highlight reel. That's all it is for the most part. And, um, that I didn't, I didn't want to lose the real authentic me in that. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately too. Um, kind of where I want to go with my social media. I've kind of rebranded anyone who's been really anyone who's listening to this podcast has probably been following me for a while (laughs) and they have seen the change happen over the last couple months. And it really is like this fine line between being a highlight reel and being fake versus like showing the reality, but still staying positive enough to keep your followers. Right. That's so hard. The positivity. Nobody wants to get on the internet and listen to someone complain. Nobody. But I also think it's important to be open and share things that may be vulnerable to you, um, to build those connections with your audience, to, to have a better community as a whole, where you can share things with your community and they can share things together on your, like on your page. And just, it's a good platform for that. But yeah, I feel like that's that's the trick. And I haven't figured it out yet. I honestly, I've just been posting kind of randomly. I'll post things about my kids. I've tried out the the Reels feature. 
but I'm really not sure what I'm posting for or like what my niche is right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's totally fine. Like, because you're enjoying it, right? You're enjoying it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, And I had a friend once tell me that she had kind of a side project that she was doing on social media. And she said that she just posted whenever she felt like it, whenever it felt fulfilling to her. And I feel like, especially as moms, like, who maybe need that outlet and need that community, honestly, Instagram is a fantastic place for that community. And if you just post whenever you feel like it, like good for you, you know, Um, and, and post whatever you want, because that's how you find your community and how you connect with people like this. Absolutely. And I feel like um, with me not posting every day and not really having a theme or a goal, you kind of see like who sticks around and who cares. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's fun to see people that followed me at the beginning of 2020 um, that I still like have never spoken to face to face or anything, just strictly through like DMS and comments on the posts or whatever. And they still are here. And at this point I consider them friends. And I think that is just the, one of the beauties of social media and it's just a cool thing. So if you just take the stress off of it and just post when you want, focus on motherhood, whatever, I truly believe things will fall into place and you'll find what you love and and go from there. How do you feel about strangers sending you messages? Oh, that <laughs> that's a tricky question um, because there, there are – sometimes I get really good ones and then sometimes – I get bad ones. Like mm-hmm. there'll be some people that have negative things to say, you know, like how dare you feed that to your child or, mm-hmm. you know, you're not being the best mom that you can. And and that was hard to, to learn how to filter those out in the beginning. But mm-hmm. through some of like the cold DMs, if you will, um, I found some of the greatest people that just like sent me a random DM. They're like, I don't know you, you don't know me, but I want to talk to you about this and we'll start talking or they'll say how one of my posts resonated with them. And it's just like inspiring to talk to other women that you have a lot in common with. Like you may live Mm -hmm. like clear across the country from each other or whatever, but you have a lot in common. And sometimes you just like make those connections organically. And it's just really fun that through a crazy social media app that that happens. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> and having grown up like in the early 2000s when chat rooms were like so dangerous and like, yes. you know, it's Don't kind of funny strangers. like, <laughs> right, yes. it's kind of funny like meeting these strangers online. And I, I really think like you do need to be careful. Um, the other day, like I got – I got offered $5,000 a week if I was this guy's sugar Ooh. baby or something. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, block. Like, oh you know, gosh. don't even respond to those ones. But sometimes you really do find just amazing community um, through social media. So don't be yes. afraid to message. 
But don't be negative. Yeah. Don't be dissing us. <laughs> be happy us. and kind. For all the yes. scary and mean comments, there's always a good one that just means a lot. So it's worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So I personally find you very relatable. Um, we both have daughters. We both put our husbands <laughs> through school. You yes. much longer than I did, but <laughs> still, I relate to that feeling. Awesome. Um, and we both cheer for the same football team. Yes, girl. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that we did that at the same time. Totally yes. unprompted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you tell it how it is on social media, though. And I love like how real you are. Um, even when you were saying like, oh, I feel like I'm getting fake. I still felt like you were very real. You and I might hide the occasional pile of laundry, but probably really just because we don't want people looking at our underwear, right? Truly, truly. Um, <laughs> so, but like, I, I feel like I really gravitate towards people who feel real and the people who are probably more between the like, 500 to 5,000 followers kind of thing, maybe 10,000. I feel like that range is still very real. Why do you think people gravitate to these massive accounts that have become totally fake? That That's a good question. And I've tried to figure that out as well. And I kind of think that we, as women, we like to look at things that like we want or we're inspired by like I'll follow these big creators that have the big mansion and like the perfect looking like body and just everything that I wish that I was and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where a majority of women follow those people is because they get kind of pulled into the fantasy to the dream of what they wish that they could have and um I think it's really just the appeal and not saying that these people mm-hmm. aren't great. Like there are oh, for great sure. influencers that have like hundreds of thousands. I just think um, that's the initial draw. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I do follow a few of them. Like I'm not saying they're bad or anything. I'm not saying they're bad. Um, some of them I absolutely love and they're fantastic. Um they really do seem like great people. But it is like if we weren't – it's it's obvious that we generally gravitate towards the more curated pages because if we didn't, they wouldn't have a million followers. So I just find that interesting, I guess. I was wondering yeah. what your take was. I, um, I remember it was a few years ago. I don't know if you follow Susie Holman. I, she – I love her. She is a great person on Instagram to follow. Um, But she was talking about just how being real on social media can be tricky because there are statistics that if you start your stories with a full face of makeup and start talking, you have more people stay than if you start your stories with no makeup on and looking, Mm -hmm. you know, not put together. Um, You have less people that will follow your stories. They, they don't want to watch. And she was talking about how there's, there's a study done that people like to look at things that are pretty, like whether it's a pretty landscape or whatever, like people gravitate and their attention stays longer 
when things look glamorous, put together, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that that that's something that is tricky with social media right now because that's that's where a lot of things are headed is the perfect picture, this, you know, just completely staged and beautiful and it's gorgeous. Yes, like whether it's a house or a bedroom or a maternity picture, whatever. Um, I think that's where we just need to realize that it's not real, you know, Mm -hmm. for that beautiful maternity picture, you can turn around and she'll probably be wearing her husband's sweatpants in the next hour, you know, like, (laughs) right. (laughs) um, So I think that we just, we, as humans just gravitate towards things that are put together, beauty, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's people or landscapes or buildings or whatever. Actually, today even, I was driving around Nashville. So I currently live in Memphis, and I was driving around downtown Nashville. And I'm just going to say it, downtown Nashville is way more beautiful than Memphis. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to everyone who's from Memphis originally. But, man, Nashville has some beautiful buildings, and it is – I don't know. It is just more interesting to look at, you know? Um, so I totally, yeah, I totally feel that. (laughs) Okay. So with the way that social media is going, um, towards perfection and really like technology, just getting better and better and better. Like, I feel like three years ago when I got my phone, I had the greatest camera on the market and now it is not the greatest camera. And so my pictures do not get as many likes as someone with a brand new iPhone, right? And so you, you've you got to keep up. So with the way that social media is going and technology, how have you thought about how you're going to teach your daughters about usage? Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's something that honestly scares me. My oldest is only eight, so we still have a little bit of time. Um but, oh gosh, I just, is it, is it an option to just be like, no social media? <laughs> no, I know that's not realistic, but honestly, it scares me. I think filters have gotten so good. Like, mm-hmm. there are some crazy ones out there that even, like, I'm even impressed when I put it on. I'm like, dang, that makes me look really good. And then you take it off and you're like, <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so, I think making sure that my daughters know their worth um, and and truly that social media isn't real. I think that's going to be a huge thing to drive home um, in the future generations of the world that are going to be using um, social media from such a young age um, and just making sure they know their worth and that it's truly just a highlight reel. Yeah. And it can be really fun to like get together with your friends, but like you have to, you really have to be so careful on it. Um, Yes. I, I worry about the day that my daughter gets a message like the one that I got the other day. Right. You know, will she message that creep back? Right. It's kind of scary to think about, but at the same time, it's like, it all comes down to that communication with our kids and teaching them really their value and their worth. Definitely. Making sure that there's an open communication between you and your child. And, you know, I hope that day never comes that a creepo messages my daughter. Um, 
but in the terrible event that it does, I hope that she would feel comfortable enough to talk to me about it and, you know, that she would know, first of all, her worth to not message a creepo back, but second of all, be comfortable enough to be like, hey, mom, this happened today. And so just making sure that those um, ways of communication are always open and that you're making your child feel seen and heard. That's awesome. Do you have any other comments about it? Do you have anything that you want to add that maybe we've missed? I think I think social media is an awesome thing. I feel like maybe I was a little bit harsh on some of the like big Instagrammers. I feel like they like there are great people out there that have a great audience and they portray good messages um, of you know, positivity and just like uplifting messages. And I think that that's really important. And I know there are a lot of people that turn to social media um, when they're having a hard day, you know, if things are not Mm -hmm. going right, sometimes I'll turn to social media and be like, I just need a good laugh. I just need to like relate to another mom. You know, I'm feeling like super far behind on housework. Should I get on social media? Probably not. Do I need a little (laughs) mental break from doing the housework and kids? Yes. And so hopping on there and um, seeing that you're not alone in some of the struggles that you have from day to day. um, I feel like that's a really cool tool that we have and just realizing, you know, I'm trying my best and there's plenty of women out there that are also trying their best. And um, we're just, we're just struggling through this together and nobody, nobody is perfect. And so I think, that is one side of social media that is a positive, and I want to be able to keep that alive, just a more real and authentic, like, this is what I'm doing today, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's important to keep keep going. Yeah. And I just want to add, too, that, like, I've I've turned to social media for education, which isn't yes. always the best idea, but <laughs> if you're following the right people, yes. it is a fantastic idea. For and sure. you can really learn so much about like your child's nutrition or DIYs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much awesome information out there and yes. it can really be an awesome tool, but you, you do need to be careful about like who you're following and right. And the advice that you're taking. <laughs> For sure. And I do feel like social media is kind of turning that way. I feel like it used mm-hmm. to be more about like your life and like what you do on a day-to-day basis. Um, but I feel like it's turning more into like quick tips, DIYs. It's informational now. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that makes me sound really old. <laughs> like <laughs> Back in the day. Um, but no, truly, I think I think it's cool that it's actually shifting that way that um, content creators are solving problems um, that people mm-hmm. are having. They're, they're giving advice, teaching things. And I think that that is really cool. I think it's important to try to learn as much as you can. Um, you know, you're given the opportunity to learn something, run with it, take it. And social media is a really easy tool for that. Okay, so this week I'm going to be posting on my social media account all of my favorite accounts to follow that I feel are super educational and have actually really helped me over the last year um, or two or three or however long this pandemic has been happening. Um, And so make sure that 
you listeners are following me on Instagram, it's I've changed it as we're <laughs> talking about my social media crisis earlier. Um, I changed my handle to hold on, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> that's how that's how good I am. <laughs> um, it's at JC will create. So I feel like that's more encompassing of what I'm doing here with the podcast and my life. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show, Tavia. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was Thanks so nice me. to finally meet you. For sure. It's been a blast. <laughs> um, if you ever want to come back on, you're more than welcome. I'd be happy to. <laughs> okay, awesome. Where can people find you again, just in case they forgot? Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Tavia Belknap. It's T-A-V-I-A. B-E-L-N-A-P, all one word squished together. (laughs) Perfect. 